Hi there, my name is C. I'm D, and you're listening to... Swinging, swinging Down, Down Under. Under. Our journey is a couple through the swinging lifestyle. lifestyle. Are you into open relationships? Or exploring new things in life? This is our podcast. Join in. Experiences. Both good and bad. <laughs> Reviews and events. And more here Swinging Down Under. Come on. Join us. This is C, and this is Swinging Down Under. Welcome everyone to a really special episode, episode 56 of the Swinging Down Under podcast. Today we're actually going to hear from some of our listeners, and actually we had the opportunity of meeting all of these couples at Desire Resort this year in November. We sent out a question out to the group regarding being parents and the lifestyle, and as many of you know, Dee and I really have absolutely no idea when it comes to this topic, so we thought, hey... Let's reach out and actually talk to some parents who could offer some advice or really talk about their lifestyle and how they really balance the lifestyle and, uh, you know, really parental duties, actually. So we thought we'd reach out and we've had six fantastic couples send in some responses and some audio files today. And we really wanted to share those with you so you can you know, create some conversation of your own, laugh at some of the uh, ridiculous uh, antics that they're talking about getting up to being interrupted during sex or needing to actually even record this podcast at the airport because, well, you know, the wet blankets were taking up way too much of their time right through to not being able to have a lot of time or as much time as they'd like in the lifestyle um, to get up to some naughty, sexy adventures so um, we wanted to share that with you and we hope that you enjoy this podcast if you had any feedback or any questions for these couples we're happy to pass along your questions so if you send that through to me c and d at swingingdownunder.com i'll forward over your uh, email or your questions comments uh, over to them and of course as always we do appreciate any feedback that you actually have on our podcast on itunes or really just feedback in general send it on over okay Let's, uh, we've got a lot of audio to get through today. As I said, I've got six couples to share with you today. So I'm going to take a bit of a back step in today's podcast and, and share these couples with you. So first up, we have Mr. and Mrs. 43. These guys are really cool. I mean, long-term married couple, long-term couple together. They've got two girls, eight years in the lifestyle too. So very experienced in the lifestyle. Again, I said before we had the chance to actually meet them. At Desire, these guys are fantastic and I have to say uh, I'm a little bit jealous about their costume-making abilities. Uh, Mr. 43 will constantly say it's all her and uh, really they just, they're putting everybody else to shame. So really bring out your hot glue gun when you got these folks around because I tell you what, they are definitely into the costumes and love dressing up for lifestyle events. So we're going to share a little bit about uh, them and their relationship and how they balance real parental guidance, parental duties, and really just kind of having enough time for themselves as well as enough time for the lifestyle sexy fun. Here they are. So hello, CND. This is Mr. 43. And this is Mrs. 43. And we are contributing to the podcast series that is going to be referring to the lifestyle with children. So we are a married couple. We've been together for 23 years and married for 16. We have two beautiful girls, and they are currently ages 15 and 13. 
We started in the lifestyle probably eight years ago when the girls were eight years Seven. less old, I guess, right? <laughs> so <laughs> seven and six. Six? Mm-hmm. No, that's no. Two years apart, yeah. So. And seven and five. Oh, sorry. Right, yeah. So <laughs> math was not my forte. Right. So um, I guess just to talk about the difficulties and the kind of inner struggles that we had in trying to do this. Um, I don't know if you want to. I'll start because I feel like it's changed over the course of the past eight years. I feel like in the early stages, for me, I was torn with the morality issue. And so you have these young children and you want them to be in stable monogamous relationships because that's what everybody preaches and then here we are going off attempting to do our thing and I remember feeling time feeling at times when we would come back from a long weekend and picking our kids up from my mother-in-law's house and they come running to you and hug you and hey mommy we missed you and I just think to myself can they smell it can they smell it (laughs) or you know feeling like such a slutty whore knowing what I had done the night before and then here I am picking up my children so obviously it's not like that today this is eight years later and we're more don't say where that's you <laughs> that was you feeling like that I don't have you any got, morals you never had those You're not as <laughs> I don't have any morals I guess no I didn't feel I didn't feel uh conflicted in any way I just felt I felt closer to my wife I still had that sexual energy I was still full of sexual charge, obviously I was happy to see my kids, but in the back of my mind or maybe in the front of my mind, I was still thinking about what had transpired the night before, the weekend before, and still kind of riding that high where I could see that you were kind of struggling with the duality of what you just did and then trying to get back into mommy mode, as they say, uh, with the whole thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was an amazing time and I enjoyed every single moment of it, but then it's almost like for me, as like you said, the mom, it's like you flip the switch. As soon as you see your kids, you're back into this mommy mode, and that the night before has ended. It's come to an abrupt end, and you know you turn it off, and you hope that they don't sense it or see it or, or smell ask it questions. <laughs> <laughs> or ask questions. We're or... secretly unpacking the bag and making sure everything's scrubbed down and what have you. But I would say after the first six hours of that, you're like, when are we doing it again? Yes. And we can't do it again, and you know until. Yes. Whatever. So. And so that's the other unique challenge for us in particular is as far as when are we going to do it again because we have very limited childcare um, uh, prospects. Our, our only real childcare is our mother-in-law. We don't have any other... Your mother-in-law, my mother. My, my mother yes. Yeah. yes. You said our mother-in-law. My mother-in-law, your mom. <laughs> um, we don't have a lot of family nearby, and I, especially at a younger age when the girls were at a younger age, wouldn't really just leave them with anybody. We didn't really do a lot of babysitters. I think we might have done that once or twice, but not really for nights of going out with for this type of situation. Right. Where, and, again, that's changed, too, because now I probably leave them with the gas station attendant down the street. Uh. He told me I could go to Desire again <laughs> for four days. But at a younger age, you're a little bit more protective of them. So, really, your, your mother was the only child care. Right. So, we're very limited. We really only get to have playtime and fun time three or four times a year, to be honest with you. And so um, 
you know, for as long as we've been in the lifestyle. I and that's been a lot for the last two years, because before it was like once or twice a year, right? right? Now yeah. it's three or four so times now a year. three or four times a year, which would usually be a couple of three-day weekends here or there, and then a week-long trip at Desire, and then another maybe quick getaway to Desire. But it's very challenging for us to get childcare options. So when we do, we make the most of it, and we go balls to the wall. How are your morals now? <laughs> 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 it probably leveled off at your moral. Okay, okay. But the funny thing in, in conjunction with that is for as long as we've been, quote, unquote, in the lifestyle, eight years or nine years, we've never, ever technically gone on a, a date. On a date, yeah, yeah. We've met plenty of great couples at events, and funny enough, we've met a couple at Desire who we found out lived in the same state as us, lived 30 minutes away from us, which was amazing, but we were never able to to meet them up or the next time we saw them was at desire the next year. year. Yeah. 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 So life just gets in the way with kids. Our kids are very, um, involved in competitive sports. So there's an entire season from November through April that we are like on lockdown. So life just hits us in the face and we can't do anything during that time. We're traveling with them for their sports. There's practices, there's games, there's this, there's that. So we don't have a lot of free time to do anything really. Other Speaking of which, I just got a text. To, can we come pick them up now from a sporting event? <laughs> Funny enough. So they just got to wait a couple so, more minutes. But Case in point. Yeah. So, um, and I was going to say something else, but I just lost my train of thought. The lifestyle has been um, great. Oh, I know what I was going to say. What would you feel, and I know I'm throwing this at you last minute, but before you said about setting an example for uh, um, a kind of a straight-laced lifestyle, uh, not lifestyle, straight-laced marriage for to set an example for our kids. But would you, how would you feel if you found out that 20 years from now our kids were engaged in a lifestyle? I wouldn't mind it, but I would want to make sure that it's well after they've had enough time to dis- establish their own personal relationships with their mm-hmm. spouses. You know, So, for example, you and I were together for quite a while before we explored the lifestyle. You have to feel comfortable in your own relationship mm-hmm. together before you can start exploring external opportunities. So... I wouldn't, I mean, you can't be a hypocrite and say we can do it and you can't, right. but I would just want to make sure that they're secure enough in their own relationship because you, as you know, that it, you have to have a secure relationship to, to do this. So you, it yeah. has to be firm. How I, would you feel if they found out? I would still feel mortified. <laughs> <laughs> I would still feel mortified just because they, I, although they're teenagers, I still think they're too young to really understand the fact that we've been together for so long, we have this relationship, we're mature enough to handle what it is that we're doing, and they don't get that at this point. You know, they're very, especially because they're girls, they're very, no cheating and no, and not that this is cheating, but they don't understand the fact that there can be something else beside, that in addition to a monogamous relationship, there's there's multiple alternatives. All right, so... You know, that's our contribution. Hopefully it was uh, a decent enough perspective that you guys can use something. If not, it was our perspective, and we enjoyed doing it. And so this is Mr. 43. And this is Mrs. 43. And signing off. See you when we see you. 
That was awesome. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate that. Okay, next couple number two. This is M&G from California. Knows how to party. Actually, we went there recently and we were walking along Venice Beach and I should have been warned because G did say to me, Good luck hanging out down at that beach. You're going to find some interesting characters. Now, not uh, two seconds along the beach, I thought, geez, that smell is pretty reminiscent of my childhood. What is that? That is marijuana. And then I went, oh, that's right. It's legal here in California. There you go. So we watched uh, a guy consuming a hamburger for about 10 minutes that you would have thought this hamburger was hashtag life. He was just so involved with this bloody hamburger because clearly he was stoned and he had the munchies. So these guys are M&G, California, two children, came along to Desire. That was actually their first event. They are fairly new in the lifestyle. And so they're going to share a little bit about being parents and balancing the lifestyle and and I guess balancing some of that excitement too. You know, when you first join a lifestyle, you're super excited. You want to get out there. You want to go to meet and greets. You want to go to parties. You want to come to resorts. You really just are all about it. You're kicking with other couples, chatting with them. And then, you know, obviously you've got some some school duties, some parental duties. You're making lunches. You're kind of trying to foster your own relationship with your partner as well. So we're going to hear from MNG. They're going to talk about being interrupted during sex. Here they are. Oh, this is M and G from California. Hi. Hi, M. Hi, that's me, M. <laughs> we uh, have some answers to your questions, C and D. We hope you uh, enjoy them and we'll, find them useful. We want to participate. We're participating. Yep. This is us. All right, so M and G have uh, two children. Hey, this is us. Yes. Remember? We like that show. <laughs> so the we have two kids and um actually um truth be told everyone uh G and I were just um getting down uh, ourselves and um we actually stop and she's like is that the kids I think I hear something and I'm like you know I stopped Yeah well yeah we stopped I she, thought but, I heard I thought I heard feet my on, penis the, on the hallway was was in her mouth she took my penis out of her mouth and said hold on I hear him so uh, we have kids anyways so you know having having kids in the LS and you know having our kids you know at any time is pretty much the same for us you know mm-hmm. we, we we still find time for a, a adult adult time you know adult wants yeah we find time I mean it's just all about about the balance and priorities what comes first what comes second and then if you sacrifice enough then you can have time to to uh what are we doing yeah 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 you you definitely have to schedule you know you definitely have to have the balance um you know yeah you have to schedule the the sex time you have to schedule the family time the schedule the couple time you know work has its own schedule so you know in, in terms of all those things It's always a balancing act, and and the LS is just another part of that. And sometimes it's harder to balance than others. Sometimes it's easy when you don't have a ton on all your different plates, but then when things start to pile up, then it is a little bit harder. Hey, when when you have work time, it's it's work time. You know, you don't have time to play. You know, and it's uh, it's unless you get sexy tech. Well, yeah. Well, that's well, you interrupt my work. I'm trying. I'm trying to work. (laughs) It's, it's hard Do you to, want me to not text you? No, and, and, and no one else can send me pictures or, or lewd messages either. So <laughs> stop doing that. But, um, you know, we uh, we had a night out not too long ago with a couple of couples. 
you know, a, a few couples, the one from mm-hmm. you know, about 60 miles south in uh, Central California and one in the Bay Area, and, you know, and, and they both had children, but both sets, you know? They did, yeah. We had the older children, which was usually we, I feel like we usually we have the younger kids, but now we have the older kids and theirs were babies. That means we're getting old. Yeah. We're so we're the, we're the older older couple with the kids, but we all had kids, and you know, it was, we we chatted about it. And it was it was part of the dinner conversation, but you know, we we still had time to you know drink and dance and have fun and. Um, we had a great we had a good time that night. We did, and you know, and, and we don't you know we don't discriminate. We like uh, couples that you know have kids, and we uh, play with them. We have couples that don't have kids, and play with them too so you know it doesn't it doesn't matter it's just kind of what whatever your your family is that that's your family and and kids are just part of um, some people's lives and they're, they're part of our lives and we just we toss them in the mix <laughs> not yeah. like in the mix no not figuratively know. no <laughs> we uh yeah we gotta in keep, the conversation keep keep there and we we usually have to keep their stuff ahead of our stuff or else you know, oh yeah adult wants aren't kid needs yeah. So, so that, that being said, we, we do find time to party, and we will be partying in Mexico very soon. We love the work you do, C&D. If you can call it work. If you're having fun, you're not working. So. I know. You guys are funny. You guys are the Congratulations funniest. on all your guys' success. You're great. Comedy. And informational. Yep. No doubt. And sometimes instructional. So hopefully we contributed something. I'm not sure what, but to, to the conversation. But, you know, you can... You got kids for adult time, and, and that's that with that. See you later, C and D. Bye. Bye. Cheers, Kelly couple. Appreciate that, and thank you so much for adding a bit of humor. I love the fact that you guys are, uh, you know, managing your wet blankets, managing the lifestyle. Cheers. Okay, couple number three, P and A from the Midwest. Now, these guys are really interesting in how they've approached the lifestyle and how how they've approached um, parenthood, actually. They've been together for 15 years, so I think they were high school sweethearts or thereabouts because these guys are young and sexy and fun and hot and fit and just great people to be around. They have a young family, two young kids, and it's hilarious because, uh, well, not hilarious, a bit of a point of difference that they talk about joining the lifestyle really quickly after actually starting their family and, and, and the struggles that I guess come along with having very young children in the lifestyle uh, as well as wanting to, again, balance that time. You know, you're, you're dealing with having young young children who uh, perhaps uh, have a little higher needs than other kids and, and really how do they kind of, how did they get into this? How did they balance it? And really interesting story. So thanks very much, P&A. Really uh, appreciative of you guys sending this through. Thanks for participating. Thanks for joining in. And Thank you so much uh, for coming along to Desire. It was great to meet you, and, and we really hope we get to spend some more time with you guys again in the future. Cheers. Hi, I'm P. And I'm A. And we're here to talk about what it's like being parents in the lifestyle. So do you want to give a little bit of background on who we are? Sure. So we live in the Midwest. Um, we've been together for about 15 years married for 10 and we've been in the lifestyle for the last four right um yeah we have two young kids uh we had them in the years leading up to getting into the lifestyle um which doesn't seem to be too common most people seem to have older kids or already like raised up their kids and, and had them leave but 
in our case, we literally jumped into it right after having babies. And, you know, we, uh, we, we recognized with, uh, a lot of, a lot of our friends around our age that they, they sort of stopped having their own relationship with each other. And it all just, it became 100% about the kids. And, and it just, it didn't seem like a super healthy, uh, healthy relationship between the parents right like we we want to be more than just parents because we we want to keep our relationship strong and solid the the kids are not always going to be here you know they're going to grow up and lead their own lives so we want to make sure our relationship is strong and you know continue liking our each adventures. other <laughs> yeah like each other and being adventurous and just having fun yeah well we, we we love the time that we get away from our kids too so it's not like you know i don't think that the lifestyle like saved the marriage or it, it didn't it wasn't yeah. anything crazy like that we had uh we've always had a solid relationship always had a solid sex life there's not been any problems there but um but if anything we'd fantasize about this for years even before we got into it even before we had kids and so um it was just sort of a no-brainer. It was just like, wow, that seems like it could be a lot of fun and, and a common hobby that we can, you know, share. And, and we do. We talk about it all the time. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a little difficult um, having young kids. It's, I mean, they're they're pretty young, so we can have conversations in front of them that they don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. It's pretty easy so far. Yeah, but, you know, as they get older, I'm sure they're going to wonder, hey, you know, you know, if we say now we're going out with friends, they're going to ask us, well, who are you going out with? Yeah, they don't care. Who are these friends, you know? They get but, to hang out with their friends and family and be away from mom and dad, so it's like a vacation for them, too. Yeah, so as they get older, I'm sure we're going to have to come up with some better stories and, you know, I guess um, explain it a little better and come up with... We have to be more sly, right? Yes, more. They're gonna sly. they're gonna have more questions. They're gonna have more suspicions, um, which is a concern. Like, the, there's always a chance that they're gonna learn what a swinger is and sort of you know start piecing the puzzle together and asking us why we you know we go out with all these people that they barely know or they don't see terribly often, other than you know when we go out with them. And so, um, I don't know. It's probably going to be more of a challenge, but we just haven't had to deal with it yet. But definitely a concern sometime down the line that we're gonna have to. F- you know, face that or, or become more and more careful about how we handle this stuff around them. Yeah, I, I'm not that concerned about it now, but we'll see. Um, so when we go out with people, we, we you know, we'll, we'll meet up with them and, um, you know, set up all these dates and have all these conversations and everything. It's It's something we have to plan, obviously, because we have kids. Yeah. We can't just leave them. Um, we've had a lot of people that we've talked to who don't have kids and who are a little bit more spontaneous and who will... A lot more spontaneous. Right. And they'll <laughs> message us like that afternoon and say, hey, we're going to such and such. You guys want to go out? You know, we'd love to. Yeah. That sounds like sounds an awesome. amazing time, but we can't because yeah. we have our kids at home. It's it's not nearly as easy to just drop everything or, you know, find a sitter last minute. And I mean, we have had instances where we found ourselves without kids and then wished that there was somebody trying to be spontaneous that night. But it's not always, you know, not always going to be the case. But most most of the time we're, we're you know, we got to be the boring, you know, typical parents to yeah, you know, we, put the we kids have to bed. To plan. And, we have to plan for these types of things. 
So we get to do something at least, you know, once or twice a month. Yeah, we're we're lucky. We're not we're you know, it's not super rare for us, but but yeah, we 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 definitely value the time that we spend doing this and um we make an effort to set things up in advance and if our you know, I I'd say our experience has been that like other couples who have kids seem to relate more to that situation. We've we've had contact with other couples who who didn't have kids who would, you know, several times they would try and invite us to something spontaneous and we would love to we just you know we we, we're just not able to and so we sort of lose touch with them i think probably they just get tired of you know waiting for us to (laughs) make it out with them but um and that's totally understandable but um yeah that's that's just sort of what we've experienced just the other other couples with kids tend to be a little bit more on our our wavelength i guess you could say when it comes to you know the dating and the planning ahead and and things like that they understand we have to get a sitter and we can't just drop everything to hang out um it it is a little difficult because we like to get to know people before we play with them yeah and because we only get to hang out with people once or twice a month it's it it becomes difficult because you know we get to know somebody and then maybe you can play the next month or two down the road it's just it's very much a planning process and you know, it, it it takes the spontaneity out of it, but yeah, you it's, know, it's an it, extra factor you have to consider. Right, it's just and something it, it always, you have to deal with now. It, those situations always have that awkward ending too, like at the end of the night where you're, you know, you can kind of tell people are wanting to play, but it's just not in the cards because you, you know have you have to go home. relieve a sitter. Right, you <laughs> like, have a sitter. You have you wants to be. Like, can we just go have a quickie in the car? Is that okay? Can <laughs> no. we just go do that? <laughs> Uh, but usually not going to be the case. Yeah, and we, we try as much as we can to get overnight sitters because we like to host at our house. So we'll invite a couple back to our house um, for some playtime. But if we can't do that and they have a sitter at their house too, we have a sitter, there's not really much we can do. So Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having us, Cindy. Thanks, Cindy. See Appreciate you in November. It. Now, you've heard of these guys before. This is B&J from Missouri. They've got two kids. I really don't know how I managed to not constantly call them Blowjob or Blowy or BJ. Give me a BJ. I just, I, I, I kind of refrain from that. I think I might need to step it up a little bit and, uh, you know, stop being so goddamn polite. Give D a blowjob. Give somebody a blowjob. We love blowjobs. Okay. All right. I'll move on. So they're from Missouri. Uh, they have two kids. He travels away for work uh, occasionally as well. And um, they're also talking about how to balance their own time as well as how to balance family time. They do run around a lot. The kids are involved. Uh, they're actively involved in different activities just constantly. I just really, it comes, when we talk about this sort of stuff, when I meet these people, I'm like, how on earth do you guys actually do it? You know, I just, I struggle to feed myself. I'm struggling to get my own lunches re- you know, prepared and, and my bed made. So, I mean, kudos to you guys. It's just an absolute uh, amazement to me how, how you manage to you know, have your have your work roles, have your children activities, actually have your house in order, and then somehow manage to find time for your own relationship and yourself. It's just mind boggling. So, thanks, B and J from Missouri, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy listening to them. I'm B. Oh, we're gonna just go like this now, aren't we? What? Like yeah. what? I like when you when you're talking to me. I'm B. You are? <laughs> I'm Jay. We're from Missouri, and we're the parents of two fantastic children. 
Yes. You have a 14 year old daughter and an 11 year old son. C and D from Swinging Down Under asked us to talk about how we balance our lifestyle fun with the responsibilities and privileges of being a parent. They did? <laughs> and most of the responsibilities and coordination for the child care that comes along with our going out and doing things for fun does fall on Jay. And she has to, to juggle who's going to take care of the kids for which day that we're going on a trip, like to Desire. Uh, and so that's a struggle for her. Yeah, it's a struggle, but it's it's part of it's part of my job, and I don't I don't mind it. But um, it does become a challenge sometimes when the kids prefer one household over the other, but we don't want to to burn out our uh, family babysitters. So try to keep everything balanced. What about what the lifestyle is for us? Do you think has an impact on our parenting abilities or relationship with our kids. Definitely. Um, you and I have talked about this many times, that not only is our communication better between the two of us, but it's better, um, I feel like we communicate better with our kids and we're better listeners to them than we were before. And because of that, the time that we do spend together as a family is more quality time in that we have more in-depth conversations and I feel like they are able to express themselves knowing that we we are good listeners. That's that's how I think that the lifestyle has affected our parenting skills for the better, for sure. So this is a little bit of a loaded question then. Boy. If we look at the amount of time and effort we spend on coordinating lifestyle fun, because we have to coordinate a calendar for a date and travel two hours to go to where most of our lifestyle friends are at, do you think that there's a detriment to our children because of the time we spend away from them? I told you it's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. I don't think so because, one, they are getting to spend quality time with grandparents and aunts and uncles or, um, or even college babysitters who we find uh, – I have interviewed them personally, so I know that they are good role models. And so I feel like they get something out of those relationships. Plus – the kid, the two kids themselves have more time with each other. And so they get to do fun things with grandma together or fun things with the babysitter together. Not that they wouldn't do those things with us, but I don't feel they are deprived. I feel, I think that if we felt that way, I don't, I think we would either cut back on our um, lifestyle adventures or we would take a break from it. Yeah, and we certainly have missed opportunities in the lifestyle with parties or get-togethers with friends uh, because there wasn't the balance. And or because there was something that was, you know, important, really important to, the kids. to the kids or, um, but we, but in turn, we have missed a few things. Like, like when we plan a trip to Desire, we don't always know what's going to be in the kids, on the kids' calendars during that time. And again, I look at it as, well, grandma gets to do this really fun thing that normally I would do with the kids at their school or what have you, but she gets to do it. And so now they will have that memory with her. One of the big benefits that I think us being in the lifestyle has for our personal relationship with between myself and Jay is that we 
clearly can communicate better than we could before. And we clearly like being around each other. And and I we think, have fun with that. We, right. we laugh and crack jokes and the kids see us being goofy. And sometimes they'll, they'll look at us funny when we say we're going out and they're going out again. And Jay always responds to our daughter. I, I usually say, um, yes, we're going out again because we want to spend some close quality time with them. And would you rather us be fighting? Right. Would you rather us be angry at each other all the time? So I, th I think the lifestyle has helped us become more of an example of a healthy relationship between uh, a mom and a dad. And that is something that I would hope that our children, when they grow up and are looking for their own relationships, take value in. And, to and to realize how important communication is and fun and being able to um, be who you are. And, and honestly, we don't, we don't hide when we do have a disagreement in something. We don't always hide the whole argument. I mean, we don't fight in front of them, but if we do have a disagreement and we are communicating better about it, I like to let them hear the, that process of what, what it is we're disagreeing about and how we talk and how we listen to each other and how we get through it and move forward. So this is BJ signing off. Bye. Awesome. Thank you so much. And now next we have actually a, a really, in another, in well, everybody's interesting, but another interesting couple, Mr. and Mrs. NV, uh, also joined us at Desire. Now, they both have really interesting jobs. I really can't give the game away uh, too much. I can't really talk about their jobs, but uh, both of them have interesting jobs. They they travel for work as well and, and really have a lot to manage in terms of their schedule. I think at the moment they're even doing some house uh, renovations or kind of doing that. So, you know, they've got a family going, they've got uh, traveling jobs, trying to spend some time with each other, um, running businesses as well as house renovations and then trying to fit the lifestyle in amongst all of that. I mean, again, kudos to you guys because that's just making me exhausted sitting here in front of a microphone just talking about it. So good job. I am in awe of you people and uh, let's hear from them, see how they actually manage the lifestyle as well as their children. Thanks, guys. Hi, this is Mr. Envy. And this is Mrs. Envy. And we've been asked to do a special segment for the Swinging Down Under podcast, and we're very excited to do it. Uh, we've been in the lifestyle for about two years, depending on how you mark time. And um, the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that we've moved to a different life stage. So now that we're in our 40s, we're not having kids anymore. So sex doesn't have this childbearing component to it. And now it's just for pleasure. And... We've had to ask ourselves now, what, what do we want to make of our sex life during this stage of life? Right, because, you know, back when we were having kids, you know, we have four of them. Um, all the pregnancies were very difficult with lots of medical complications, which kind of put a halt to our sex life. And um, now that that stage is over and all the medical issues are taken care of, um, now we can focus on just having pleasurable sex. Right. And, and of course, there's raising kids, too, which is, brings a lot of stress to the household. And um, they have a lot of needs. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with all of the needs of the kids and, you know, when you would 
come to me and that was just one more need added to the list <laughs> right and that was difficult for us but we worked it out and we uh, you know, we discovered that our our sexual desires wired differently i mean i could shut the kids out in a moment's notice it's like i didn't even have kids but i couldn't tune it out as easily and of course i didn't want to be overheard right. by the children <laughs> so also um our oldest child does know about our hobby so why don't, she you, does. Why don't you talk about how that came about sweetie uh yes when i went to go visit her um uh, she was expressing that her and her fiance were kind of having a lull in their sex life and in order to spruce it up they decided to um, experiment with some of the fantasies that they had but she was having a lot of shame and guilt in experimenting with those and to help her eliminate some of that shame and guilt I told her our little secret and that made her feel better it did and she was at first shocked with a little grin on her face <laughs> but then she uh became intrigued and asked a lot of questions and i answered them as best as i could and um then i gave her some resources to kind of dive into it and see what it was all about on her own i uh, directed her to Swinging Down Under podcast, and we got a thing, and Swinger Tires. And those podcasts have really helped us a lot, you know, if, as we move through the lifestyle, so we figured it'd work for her, too. Um, you know, on that topic, you know, we have other kids, and we've discovered that we've had to redo the sex talks we've had with them, because I think before we focused really on the dangers of sex, and when you focus on danger, danger, danger all the time, it's hard for someone's uh, sexual desire to work correctly because every time they get into a sexual situation you know the danger signals go off and along with that there was a lot of shame and guilt and you know we were uh, young parents I guess we just didn't know how to talk to our kids about sex and we weren't comfortable with our own sexualities right and that's how I grew up and we just wanted to break that cycle right breaking the cycle and it's it's really never too late and as a matter of fact I just had a four-hour conversation with um with one of our daughters who's in her 20s and I was doing some work on her house and we started talking about her sex life and specifically exactly what her sex life was about and she had some questions and some difficulties and things she was struggling with and it was hard to hear some of the specifics but I really tried to listen to her like I'd listen to anyone else and talk to her like I'd talk to anyone else and it it strengthened our relationship it made her trust us more and um no matter how hard it was to hear what she had to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, she comes to me quite a bit now with um, a little more details than I'd like to know, but i got to keep that straight face and those lines of communications open. But now that our kids are older, though, it allows a little more freedom for us oh, to, sure. to travel and have our fun. Now, she, that, that daughter doesn't know, though, right? no. No, I don't think she's mature enough to know. So she's kind of suspicious at times, I think. Oh, yeah. But I can look at her with that straight face and pretty much uh, make up something on the fly that's pretty plausible. So even though we're talking about being open and honest with our communication with our children about sex, you're lying to her. Is that what you're saying? 
Well, yeah, you don't want them to know, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want her to know. Sometimes yet. you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> right. The timing's not right. And at some point down the road, I'm sure she will either discover or will tell her. I hope we tell her before she just discovers it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I give it a few more years. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to tell her yet. No, neither am I. So, you know, we're, we're looking forward to the next, you know, stage of life where we're just focusing on us and, uh, our kids are more self-sufficient now. It gives us a lot of freedom. And, um, I know the kids were referred to as wet blankets in, in a previous segment, which we totally agree with. They can uh, be. They really can be. Um, however, um, we're trying to let our exploration of our sexuality inform how we teach and educate our children. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Well, thanks for listening to our segment, and uh, we appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for listening. Okay, last but not least, now these guys are hilarious. They actually sent us this email and they said, we are literally recording at the airport. We wanted to send this through to you. We've had no time because of our wet blankets. We're traveling all over the place. We're dealing with making lunches, business stuff, trying to fit in sexy holidays, personal time, relationship time, and it's just a nightmare. So they were sitting at the airport recording this for us. So thank you so much, guys. This is FNP, uh, also from California. Now, these guys have three kids. I don't know how the hell they're doing it. Um, Great effort, guys. Thank you very much for coming down and spending some time with us in Cancun recently. I mean, the fact that you can manage and deal with schedules and actually come and, and get away for yourself as well. Spend some time to actually take yourselves out of the house, out of your your uh, parental requirements, and then come along and actually have some, some fun. I, I know that you guys actually spent some downtime uh, at Desire as well. You spent some downtime kind of just enjoying being able to be on on your own, being together, actually having some drinks and, and really just enjoying, you know, the day, the afternoon and the evening. So we really, uh, really appreciate you sitting at the airport and sending this along. I mean, airports are not exactly a happy place. So cheers for that. And we uh, really appreciate it. And of course, uh, you've got some definite insight here. So we hope that you guys enjoy listening to FNP and uh, hope that you get something out of this and uh, maybe spark some conversation of your own or, you know, really just actually have some insight into how other people are actually managing their lifestyle journey. So I'm going to hand over to these guys now because they know what they're talking about. They managed to have three humans and at no point um, are they a sort of, well, I guess they're actually probably in a permanent state of out of control and chaos, but let's just hear from them anyway. Okay, thanks guys. Hi, this is FNP from California. And um, we've been in the lifestyle for about three years, um, but we do have kids. Um, three of them. Three of them. So it's very hard to actually have frequent experiences. It takes a lot of planning. Um, and I think because of that, or because of the lack of frequency, um, each experience maybe there's added pressure to make sure it's a it's a good one. A little bit, because we don't know when the next opportunity is going to come around. So trying to balance that and go into, you know, a date or an event with low expectations when you've been kind of planning this for a long time is hard to to balance. And we have to kind of continually talk about that. Right. Each day we need to work around, you know, kids' sports activities, other family commitments. School. School. Work. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And our kids range in age from 23 to 9. Yeah, so they keep us busy in many different ways. Lots of different ways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're out of the diaper stage. (laughs) Yeah, at least, yeah. At least we're getting some sleep. But yeah, it's, it's really hard. And I think the other aspect is we're very social and we share a lot with yeah. our kids. We're very open as a family. And so not being specific about what we're doing. Is uh, really challenging. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, That's a great point. Yeah, I think the different kids like realize that there's something up in different ways. Yeah, like, where are you going? Oh, we're meeting friends. Oh, well, what friends? Oh, well, you don't know them. Well, how come we don't know them? Yeah. <laughs> where are you going to dinner? Oh, that's yeah. not what, what daddy said. Back? <laughs> oh, sorry, we're in an airport. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so those are some of the challenges, like mostly time, logistics, setting realistic expectations. We're operating on little sleep. Just got back from Bourbon and Beyond in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, But some positives, I think, having kids and the lifestyle are, well, because we have different age ranges, we somewhat have built-in babysitters. So we can go away for four days and leave the 9-year-old with the 23-year-old, and they're good. Right. So that's, like, that's very helpful for us. Right. But even that, we don't want to take too much advantage of it, right? Right. Because then that, you know, we're not being... Parents. Responsible parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> here, take care of the little one. Yeah, I think for me that always comes into play, being a responsible parent, mm-hmm. being a responsible parent. And so we won't do lifestyle things two weekends in a row, maybe not even three. So we're more every couple of months. Right. Actually, the last, so the last time we actually did anything was back in July. Yep. And it was you know, two and a half months of planning, planning until this next event. Um, and I think, you know, with each experience we have, I think we realize that, you know, we do enough homework to have... Homework? No, maybe not homework. We get to know people enough to, oh. to you know, to... To feel comfortable to spend time doing that. Like, is this going to be... Right. Is this... Is this how we want to spend our time? Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's always a question. Yeah. Always. Right. Is this how we want to spend our limited free time? Mm-hmm. That right. comes into play. Ha, play. That was a, no. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, huh? Yeah. So yeah, I think you know the lifestyle and kids. I mean, most people do have them, and and it's it's doable. You can do it. You can have fun. You can have great experiences. There's just a little more logistical planning involved. Um, and if anyone has advice on great answers to where are you going, who are you going with, when will you be come, come back? We're nice. still trying to find those and not be vague. Yeah, how come you're going to dinner and not coming back until 2 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> or how come you're not coming back? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so thanks C&D for, for the topic and the amazing podcast. We have learned so much from, from many people that podcast out there. And um, our experiences, I think, are enriched and enlightened because of other information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been very helpful. Yeah. All right. Cheers. We're catching flights. Yeah. Our voices are. Yeah, our not voices normal. are not normal. <laughs> They're tired. They're. Yeah. Yeah. Too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> if that's possible. Exactly. Yeah. All, right. All right. Okay. Guys. Bye. See you soon. <laughs> bye. <laughs>